0: Hello and welcome to the first ever Redbrick Sport Podcast. We're talking about football here today, as we'll be every week from now on, and I'm joined by some lovely guests. you guys introduce yourselves and tell us who you
1: support? Um, so I'm Harry, I'm a Villa fan, unfortunately. Um, yeah, from Wales, so at least I had some fun in the summer. But, yeah, anyway, that's me, Harry. I'm Sam, I'm an Arsenal fan,
2: so, you know, perennial fourth place is not great. <laughs>
3: I'm Nancy, I'm a Southampton
0: fan.
4: I'm Nicola, I'm a Cobblers or Northampton Town fan.
2: And
0: I'm Dan, and I'll be your host for these podcasts, and I'm a Wigan fan, so not much better, really. Uh, our first game that we're going to talk about was probably the biggest game of the weekend, and it was Tottenham vs Man City. Uh, did everyone watch this?
1: Yeah, I watched it. Um, it was pretty interesting. Um, the thing I took most of it was, as a keeper, I just I don't understand Claudio Bravo. Like, It annoys me. It's a really strange concept for me that a team would sign the goalkeeper just because they're good with their feet. I wasn't really interested in Spurs out playing. I was just watching Bravo and like praying that he would make a mistake and concede the goal from playing out too much. It did it just quite
0: was, shaky from the back. Yeah. It?
1: And you, the, the, the crowd were really getting on his back so you he could hear them. Exactly, yeah. And it was really annoying. Even though he saved a penalty um, which was probably Son's fault which we'll probably talk about in a minute. But I don't know. I just don't like it. I like Joe Hart. I'm from Shrewsbury so like for me Joe Hart's a bit of a little he's a bit of a hero of, of mine. Um, and it was the kind of game though. I think if um, City would have had Hart they would have got a result. It's just that they were missing that, you know, bit of, I don't know, heart. Pun ah. <laughs> not intended. Clever. Good yeah, start not intended. <laughs> the year. Uh, Talking about missing players,
0: do you think they missed Kevin De Bruyne? Because the one outlet that City had was David Silva, and Tottenham did a really good job of kind of smothering his passing uh, so that he could never really get Aguero and Sterling ahead of him on the ball.
1: Yeah, um... Silva had an alright game to I, I, I'm, I would say it was more to do with them having to play Navas. And Navas is just like, he's, he's one of the strangest footballers because he provides no end product. He, obviously, he's quick. His, his most valuable asset is um, helping to avoid being counter, counter-attacked. Um, that's like the most valuable thing I've It's seen especially him. strange because they have Leroy Sané,
0: who is one of the best young wingers in the world, and exactly the kind of player that Pep wants because he bought him himself yeah. on the bench and only coming on for like the last 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure this means... <laughs> um
0: What do you make of Kolarov of playing in central defence, everyone? Well, he continued in a little That's not for do That's not a good start. good <laughs> finish, to be fair. Um, what's interesting, I think, from this match-up was that Pochettino was only one of very few managers who actually managed to beat Pep's Barcelona in their treble winning season when he was manager of Espanyol. So clearly Pochettino has the tactics to beat Pep. And do you think we're going to see more teams really attacking Man City, and getting in their face to force them back, which seems to be working for Celtic as well in midweek in the Champions League, Um, even though City managed to actually score three goals in that game despite playing very badly. So do you think we're going to see a change
1: in the Premier League, with teams actually going for Man City. Yeah, I think you mentioned before about the crowd, Spurs crowd getting on to top of Bravo and kind of putting them under more pressure. I think now that they've actually lost the game, people see them less as this like invincible, you know, super Guardiola team, and more as a a beatable team, um, especially when they're playing away. I think going to the Etihad will still be just as formidable, but you know, I think. Seems to look at them slightly differently now. Okay, and what about Tottenham. Do we think they have a
0: title-winning chance this season? I mean, don't look at the Arsenal <laughs> <not a> fans. <laughs> that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you can rule them out. Like, I,
3: know. I like watching them.
0: You know, yeah. so. He's done quite but a good job of motivating them after the disappointment of last season. I think because they've started quite well this season. They're still the only team that's unbeaten in the league now. I think they might be. Somebody check that. Um, one player who's played really well is Heung-min Son, uh, who's been having a great few weeks. But did anyone see him arguing with Lamella about who would take
1: the penalty? Yeah. It's a bit of a disgrace. To be fair, I thought um, it, was, it seemed obvious that Lamella was the designated penalty taker. So for him to sort of um, feel entitled to take it just because he's in form, it was a bit of a, hmm. as I said, disgrace. Um, but still, you can't, can't really um, take the blame off Lamella for missing it. It wasn't the worst penalty, but still, he can't really like blame some for Lamella missing it.
0: Yeah. Okay, Nicholas just confirmed that they are indeed the only team unbeaten in the league. So that's good. I was right. Um,
1: <laughs> Sam,
0: did you say
2: you watched the Liverpool game? I did. I watched most of the
1: Liverpool games. What did you make
2: game? of that? It was a bit... Liverpool didn't look the attacking threat they've been this season. They were sort of average for most of the game, um, lucky to come away with the win. I felt I, th- I felt that Swansea deserved a draw from that performance. Um, they looked good in attack and they had a few opportunities, but Liverpool were clinical when it counted.
0: Yeah, I think first half was perfect from Swansea. Really, they sat off and all the pace that's in Liverpool's front four uh, after Lallana went off, kind of. It just didn't work because they sat Swansea sat quite deep, and normally in that scenario you'd see Coutinho shooting from 40 yards every few minutes, but even he wasn't doing that. Um, and really, Swansea should have gone even further ahead with uh, their new signing Borja had scored those two marvellous headed opportunities. Oh, we missed he had a couple. His chance in the yeah. end,
1: didn't he, as well to equalise.
0: Yeah, that Van der the centre-back, for yeah. some reason, good <laughs> to the box, mister <laughs> Mister Chance guys <laughs> It could have been very, very different if we'd mm. done that. Um, but once Liverpool get going, they really look quite good, don't they? Does anyone think they could be in for a shot to win the league? Nah.
4: <laughs>
2: I don't know. Like, yeah. It depends. Their defence is still very shaky. Yeah. Need to get their keeper fit. mini anyway, not good enough. Karius did look quite good though.
0: Yeah, coming back off a broken hand. Mm. Um, yeah. Guidolin's under a bit of pressure, especially after that result. Um, and one name that's been thrown around to replace him, we have to mention it: Ryan Giggs. Does anyone think Ryan Giggs is going to become the Swansea manager? And if so,
2: how will that go? It's sort
3: of a thing people do nowadays. I feel but like it could happen.
2: It could also work. If they they some someone unproven like Gigs mid-season is the sort of thing that could, you, you never know what he's going to do. He hasn't
1: been a manager before, so he could help them mid-season. I think if he's wise, he won't throw himself into that. But likewise, if he is offered enough money, I'm sure he'd be tempted. <laughs> he's learnt from the best under Ferguson,
0: so yeah, maybe he's got it a few ideas. It depends
4: how involved
0: with Solford he is right now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. very true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well if I just
0: Gary Neville's everything to go by then um uh, No. Maybe not, it's Keep thing. we like him. Um did anyone watch the United game? I must confess I didn't. and potentially glad that I didn't as well. I didn't, but
3: I'm glad Joe Allen scored
1: because <laughs> I didn't want I was too busy playing the journey on FIFA, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> playing rubbish well, this also is on loads of Villa. A very productive discussion, isn't <laughs> <there>. it? <laughs> Um, yeah, what is
0: going on at Man United? One one week they look great, and then the next week they go and
2: lose two or three games in a row, and then you've got a problem. And I mean, I think that's the sort of gen- general flaw with signing a load of new players is that even if they're all superstars, okay? Sometimes the superstars and that quality will show through and they will win games, but they're not—they haven't gelled as a team yet, and you can't tell when. They just don't pull off victories when they should.
0: Right, what about Rooney? Anyone got an opinion on him? Because he didn't start this game and they didn't win. So clearly it's not all about dropping Wayne Rooney. You get the win.
4: I mean, when they played against Northampton the other week in the Cup, he was not great at all. And that's a League One side who's been in League Two for six years and only just come up. So if he can't score against them might be an issue.
2: He is a man without a position as well. He's not really a striker anymore. Hmm. But he's Hmm. also not a midfielder.
0: It looks to me like all he can do is ping a pass cross field. And other than that, there's not a lot that he's useful for. Because he does a lot of running, but not actually very useful running. He doesn't really close down people as much as you want to think he does. And then really, what is it that he's doing? And playing alongside Latani Ibrahimovic, there's no pace if you have both of them in the team. So
1: do we think Pogba should be playing further forward or do we like matter in Marini's role? I think it depends um who they're playing against with Pogba. So for if they're playing like against a a lesser team, I reckon Pogba can play in that position where he sort of dominates the midfield. He plays both C D M and um CAM simultaneously. When they're playing against a stronger team Pogba has to have a designated position. He has to play either or. Um, so I think it depends, really, with Pogba in that regard. OK. Well, they spent a lot of
0: money on him, so they need to get his positioning right. One guy who's been quite good this season um, is Jesse Lingard, and he's just been named in Gareth Southgate's England squad. Uh, do we think he deserves his place? I he not.
3: Like, it's worked out well for Rashford, is You've got to see something a bit different
2: for England. Yeah. Yeah, I must admit, I haven't watched much of Lingard play, but is he not a winger conventionally? Yeah. Which is what England are really, really missing, especially from the last Euros. And even if you talk about, you know, Sterling and Walker both coming in form now, you know, they're both yeah. very hit and miss players, so it doesn't hurt to give another winger a chance and see what he can do.
0: Yeah. Um. We definitely need an injection of pace after the Euros performances. So, um,
3: not much more that can go wrong for England, really. I yeah, mean, like, why not well, right I mean, but talking I mean,
0: about Stoke as well, Glenn Johnson managed to make it into the England squad, <laughs> uh, despite not having played for England since 2014. Is that um, not more to do with Klein being injured? Well, yeah, but, I mean, Still. there are young players you could give that opportunity to. Yeah. Yeah. He's 32, he hasn't played for England for two years. Um. I mean, He's it, been part of a Stoke defence that
2: just concedes gods for fun.
0: Except guess, against Man United,
2: clearly. I guess he's more there as a squad player. If you yeah. consider Walker is almost certainly the starter. Yeah. And that's not gonna change. They're not gonna try out Johnson.
0: But do you not think see
2: if you if you
0: know Walker's gonna start, do
2: yeah, you wanna I, I bring in I agree young, with that you should be putting someone yeah, in to learn from Walker because Walker is a good is and a good player. Especially he wasn't too put, bad at the like World Cup yeah. qualifiers against teams like Malta and Slovenia, you probably yeah. those are the games you put younger players in. Give them a shot and see what they can do on the international stage.
0: Um, yeah, did anyone watch Chelsea Hull? No. <laughs> no or, I saw the match of the day highlights. Was it good? Was it good bounce back performance after
2: that horrible defeat last week? It was. Chelsea were definitely better than they were against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I, I saw that game. Um, they did look better. They looked quite good going forward. Um, good counter attacking uh, as well. Um, But Hull Hull defended well from what I saw, it was sort of a couple of just really good shots from the edge of the box that were pretty difficult to save. Yeah, what do we think about Hull? Because they're a bit of
0: a makeshift team this season with um, obviously Steve Bruce leaving just before the start of the season and not really having any fit players. I think, was this week the first time they changed their starting eleven this season? I think it might have. I think it is, yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, that just at all really so do we think they're going to stay up anyone have any hope for Hull or
4: apparently there was a stat that if you win um, you don't lose in your first four games then you don't go down as well
1: and Hull didn't lose in the first four games oh sorted then Hull I'm getting relegated sorted well
0: there you go you heard it here first on the Sport podcast um Arsenal had a very very fortunate victory away at Burnley um, I mean, I don't know how much Kish only knew about his goal. Um, but he got it uh, after Oxford able to basically hit it into his hand slash face, depending <laughs> on whether you're the other referee or a Burnley fan. Um, were Arsenal any good?
2: They were not. They they had no creativity going forward. Everyone, I mean, at the one point towards the end, they had a corner and there were two players in the box and four stood on the edge of the box, which basically tells you all you need to know. They weren't trying to score. It was a sort of game where you maybe prefer a Giroud up yeah, front because I was you can curve a... into the box for a header. Generally speaking, I disagree. I think the formation and the team they played, I watched all of Arsenal's last three games and that formation did work well. But when Burnley were putting everyone behind the ball, you need to be making the runs and trying to go forward. There's a lot of stop-start and no creativity. I know
0: Giroud has an injury, but do you think he still has an important role at Arsenal for games exactly like these, where you need something to change? And
2: as good as Alexis Sanchez is... Yeah, bringing Giroud off the bench would have probably made a big difference. I don't think Arsenal had any strikers on the bench yesterday. Just the midfielders and a lot of defenders, mm. but in the end, you know, they did what the best teams do, and they did get a win where they needed to get a win, yeah. Um, yeah. which in previous years they haven't done.
0: Yeah, this is uh, exactly this sort of game they would have lost. before uh, especially having played
2: midweek. Yeah, um, the these all those players have played essentially three games in a row. That's yeah. starting eleven with the exception of Czech Um, check
1: looks sh- shaken, didn't I just <laughs> want to mention.
0: Check.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've always thought he's one of the most underrated uh, keepers ever. Uh, he was good at Chelsea in like 2006, but now he's past it. And Ospina should be starting ahead of him. That's all I should I'm gonna say, all oh, right. Right. I
3: think
1: yeah. I think yeah, yeah. So, mm. yeah. yeah. oh, the, the thing thing only name. reason, check. Is a top goalkeeper is because people think he's a top goalkeeper. If that makes sense. So yeah. like part of being a goalkeeper, uh, like a well-renowned goalkeeper, is people thinking you are, so they have more confidence in you, and it creates some sort of strange illusion that he is a top goalkeeper, even if you, even when you look at the evidence, he he's make not. Good saves. Yeah, but, but that's not being a keeper is not about like making good saves. It's, be, it's being it's about like being consistent and. Being totally, you know, confident and not making any mistakes. I agree, but as long as you're keeping
2: goals out, that's all you really need to do for your team. As long as you can do that, and you can stop the other team scoring, then you give your put your team in the best position to win games
1: and win the league.
4: Have you ever been the same since his heading?
1: Um, I'm, well, I suppose. but can Well... Can you blame
4: his head injury,
2: though? No, but it's just that changed him. Yeah, I suppose him you now. can mark well, yeah, it as a point where yeah. so yeah. you're going
1: to be so eager to dive right
2: next exactly.
0: to
1: the
2: post if you yeah. already had that sort of injury once. Um,
0: I just want to quickly touch on Theo Walcott, who seems to have... If we think uh, Raheem Sterling has been revived under Pep Guardiola, then Theo Walcott has certainly been revived this season as well. Um, how's he playing, everyone? Do you like watching Theo Walcott play and
2: succeed? Yes, at the moment he's looking good because he's actually making runs and finding space. Yeah, And looking like the player everyone thought he could be. Um, Do you think he's enjoying
0: playing on the wing, having wanted to play centrally, and then on the wing,
2: where does he actually want to play? Does anyone know? Does Theo Uh, Walcott even know where he wants to play? I'm not sure. Stick him in (laughs) goal. He's also not really playing as a conventional winger. He's moving inside a lot, but he is making runs and finding space. And scoring goals. Yeah, I think he's really
0: benefiting from this Alexis Sanchez kind of as the forward. And um, in this
2: formation role, has got yeah. a lot of link players, you know, yeah. Urza, Sanchez.
0: Because yeah, Walcott's runs
2: are exactly the sort of thing that works in this system. I
3: think um, he wanted to be the next Terry on Reid, and he got the shirt number and he thought, <laughs> I'll go up in the middle, this is going to work for me. And then probably the wake up call of transferring this to like, well, I was going to like like Jack Wilshire
4: been transferred yeah. alone kind of gave him a kick up the butt. Same for So yeah. Chamberlain
2: as well. I think, uh, think Walker said recently that he's sort of got a new work ethic and
3: he's
0: yeah. working harder this season. So we think that they don't want to go the same way as Jack Wilshire. Yeah. He well, hasn't got
3: 90 minutes, <laughs> <if> <laughs> even at <morning.
0: laughs> Um. All right. Those are the big games of the weekend, with no disrespect to everyone else. Um, Everton drew one all with Crystal Palace in what was essentially the battle of the big Belgian strikers uh, with Lukaku and Benteke. They're both scoring. Did we did we watch this game, anyone? I
3: think no we'll highlights so match of the day. All right.
0: Um, Sunderland managed to actually pick up a point against West Brom, which um, I'm surprised about because West Brom are normally set pretty defensive uh, away from home and. If anyone was not going to score against him, it was Sunderland, but well, I know. Um, Nasser Chadli though looks like a great signing for West Brom. Um, and he's not the sort of player you really associate with the club. Do we like that signing?
2: It's a bit early to tell on signings like that. You know, obviously some signings you can tell after two or three games if they're making a big impact or they're big flop and not performing at all. But the middling ones, it's still too early to tell if they're mm. sort of their little impact in every game. Well, he's got three goals there. in three games
0: for West Brom now. Um, so, yeah, we'll see if he's a success. Uh, what for Drew Toole and Bournemouth? Troy Deeney's having a really good season. Um, I read something that said he, he puts on loads of weight at the beginning of the season and then basically runs it all off during the season. Um, no. He does look pretty big. But yeah. that's not stopping him scoring.
3: Didn't Alan Shearer say
4: that he thinks that he should get an England call?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were
3: sorry throwing
0: that around. Yeah. Um, yeah, OK. What do we think of that? Anyone want Troy Deeney for England?
2: I mean, I think if you go with a new striker, you might as well go with Rashford. Yeah. Yep. Like if you can't play Kane and you think Vardy maybe isn't quite worth it, system player, or whatever your yeah. criticism, then you might as well go with Rashford and... Give him more of an opportunity because he was younger.
1: Yeah, I think England should start looking more long term rather than just giving players like Deeney co ups just for the sake of it. Um, they should start thinking about themselves more rather than, you know, keeping players happy. You
3: okay. were playing for yeah. So you can reminder which yeah. one they want. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um
0: Bournemouth played really good football. There's one thing I wanted to mention, and Eddie Howe's name has been thrown around with regards to the England job. Obviously, Gareth Southgate's got it for four games, Um, and from what I can see, as long as he doesn't lose the majority of those, he'll probably be in charge indefinitely. But Eddie Howe, do we like him? Do we like Bournemouth? Um, Do we think they'll be okay
2: this season? For the future, Eddie Howe. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, if I was any manager in the world, I wouldn't touch that England job. It's poisonous. You can't win in that position, even if you win all
1: your games. You're not picking the right players. You're not playing the right way. Yeah, he'd ruin his career. If he went to England now, that would be the end of his career, in my opinion.
0: Um, West Ham true one all at home to Middlesbrough. What on earth is happening to West Ham? Pire has rescued them. In this game and it looks like that's what they're going to be relying on for most of the season because they are
2: horrendous. They need to find some supporting class for otherwise he will yes. want to leave possibly even in January.
4: Isn't it the same like the whole new squad those injuries? Yeah. And it's just new stadium which everyone seems to hate but yeah. I like. And I don't think the
2: new stadium will affect it that much because yeah. Yeah. it's, yeah. Just it's, it's like, yeah. You yeah. can You can train on that pitch and you can get used to it before you play any games But you
0: can't stand up in the crowd, so (laughs) there we
2: go. I was
0: there in the first ever game they played there, um, and I was told to sit down. And I did, I'd like to point out, Mm. so nobody shouted at me. It's going to take a year to sort that kind of stuff out. Yeah. Nancy, Southampton had a nil-nil draw with Leicester. This really looked like two sides who were exhausted after the midweek games.
3: Probably very true to be honest. I think, I don't know, Southampton should have won by the sounds of it. Um, and that's probably a credit to getting the new system settled in a bit. We um, are on like four clean sheets now, which is good. Getting back to sort of our season. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, talk about Van Dyke. <laughs> what about <laughs> Van Dyke? The, the Revelation he's become. Well, see, he's a firm <laughs> fan favourite if you go down to St. Mary's. Um, Van Dyke is everyone's Bruce. hero, but like the rest of the world is finally waking up to him. Um, mm. So, yeah, well, Charlie Austin's coming for him, so that's all good. Although he didn't really make the most of it yesterday. Yeah. Post, so. um, but yeah, it's it's kind of good that we're challenging Leicester off, you know, off the last season, yeah. so take sure
0: that. And you're right about clean sheets, because if you, you'd rather build off of clean sheets than conceding a lot, but scoring a lot, I think, yeah. so exactly. it looks alright for Southampton Leicester, reigning Premier League champions, it still sounds weird to say that, um, how do you think they're going to end up this season? I predicted mid-table before the season started, and I'm kind of still thinking yeah. 10th or 11th? Yeah. Yeah
2: mid-table sounds about right their striker signings I mean they signed two new strikers as well and, yeah. already had and it's not
0: Islam Slomani
1: and Ahmed Moussa
2: but it's not really working out for them well
1: I, I think it's um, it's because in the Champions League he, he scored thinly the against Porto um, I think he I, has I, an I,
0: incredible uh, record against Porto because he's used to really? play for Sporting and he just doesn't ever fail to score against him it's great um, but I tell you, yeah Champions League definitely a distraction I think because so many people have told Leicester oh you're never going to do that again about the Premier League they're just looking at the Champions League and being yeah. like right let's go win that instead yeah. and, I think and it like, looks like without like firing a catastrophe I think they'll get out of their group fairly comfortably
2: I think as well with their signings you know they've made a few a few big money signings with the money they got whereas right. so their squad debt for Champions League and Premier Premier League isn't there whereas they would have been wiser to invest their money a few more
3: yeah,
2: you know they signed a couple of 30 million players and they might have been wiser buying 3 10 million players with that and having better debt yeah. to change the squad of um, the Champions trying League trying to replace
0: Kante because at the moment I can't see a player at Leicester who's really ever going to be able to replace him mm. um, not that he's playing hugely well at Chelsea actually though um, because I think last week he was out run throughout the entire game by the referee which is not really what you want.
2: Um, okay, I think that some of that hasn't contacted a lot of various different formations yeah. and systems at Chelsea. And yeah, it's I'm very sure that settle for any down. Player to settle in when the manager yeah. can't settle on. There's no
0: mistaking that Kante is an excellent player and he's going to be tough to, re- to replace for bon Leicester. All right, uh, right, we'll take a break and then we'll talk about lower leagues and women's football when we come back. we Um back. We're going to start with the championship. Harry is our resident Aston Villa fan. Um, what has happened at Villa Park? And tell us the big news.
1: Well, tell you the big news. Well, I already know. So tell everyone who's listening. <laughs> so, yeah, fresh when we're going this game, And so has been sacked. And um, I didn't want to make think of it at first, but after thinking about it for about five minutes, i realised that it probably is the right call. It's just annoying. It's annoying because it was meant to work. Di Matteo, Champions League winning manager, you know, Steve Clark assistant, we're going to boss the championship, we're going to walk it. Didn't work out like that. Um, You know, tactically, I've heard people say that he's worse than Shearwood. Um, Like, I was at the Preston game on Saturday, and, oh my, oh dear. Basically, so we were 2-0 down at time, and um, Di Matteo did... Only what I can describe as what a 10-year-old would do. Say if a 10-year-old was playing FIFA and he was 2-0 down to his older brother, he'd bring on all the strikers. So we brought on and McCormack. So we were basically playing four strikers in the second half um, with Jedinak on his own midfield. So there was no link between defence and attack and it just didn't work. Um, So it's just tactically he doesn't seem to understand his players, what he's doing. And he can't see our game. Well, I say he can't see a game. The players have got to take most of the blame. But still, five goals conceded in the last five minutes. Nine points lost. It's not luck anymore mm-hmm. after that. Like, if we had those extra nine points, we'd be seventh, still behind Blues. But All right, who do you think will replace him? Um,
4: we'll I think st- Steve Clark.
1: the yeah, well, manager, is fine. Yeah, well, he's going to be the caretaker manager. We'll just see how he does. Um, if he wins the next four games or so then you know it's an easy choice Steve Bruce is, all, is the obvious one knocking around and I think if he didn't have his history at Blues, if he didn't manage Blues for six years, he'd be straight in there, but because obviously he was there after six years there is um, it makes it a lot more complicated we have been there, done that with McLeish and it turns out to be, it turns out to be a disaster So. What about Sam Allardyce? Oh. <laughs> um, I'll just say no all no, right. Um,
0: quickly touch on Wigan 21st in the championship On 9 points with 2 wins 6 losses uh, It's been awful step up From League 1 Has been a lot harder than we expected um, And we seem to go through patches Of either being able to score And not defend Or defend and not score um, Yeah It's going to be a struggle uh, But we'll, we'll stay up I believe Nicola, tell us about League One and maybe League Two?
4: Yeah. Um, so, League One, Coventry got the first win of the season. Obviously, they sat no manager last week, mm. um, but they got a 2 0 victory against Port Vale and are now off the bottom of the table. Uh, Walsall also won, so the other West Midlands team. Uh, Scunthorpe were at the top of the table, Bradford City remain unbeaten. And My team lost for the first time at home since December 2015. (laughs) Remind
0: us who your team are again. Northampton. All right.
4: (laughs) And in League 2, Will Norris, Cambridge United goalkeeper, saved two penalties in one match. He saved four this season. Pretty good record. Um, And Cambridge won the game 2-1, even though they were down to nine men.
2: Impressive. Uh,
0: uh,
4: Two losses at the start of the season. Plymouth have not lost since. Um, so they're now top of the table and Carlisle are also unbeaten after last year obviously was a bit stop and start with their stadium flooding etc and yeah. um, Newport sat their manager they've only played nine games because of interrupted flooding etc yeah. and they're on the bottom of the table <sighs> and just to mention for National League Sully Hull motors Motors um, they were promoted last season they've been a bit inconsistent but they got a 4-2 win at Maidstone on Saturday, and obviously National League is always very high-scoring, so yeah. there was a 5-0 win for Chester, and a 3-3 against Woking and Eastleigh.
0: Oh, Woking. Almost my local team. Um, right, thanks for that lightning quick round-up. Nancy, do you have a little thing to say on women's football?
3: Because I know a lot's yeah. going on at the moment. Um, it's all about Man City this week. They've got two trophies in a week, so the league, um, they wrapped up uh, on last weekend. Um, unbeaten, they've got a game to go Um, and they beat uh, Birmingham City yesterday in the League Cup um, in extra time which actually was a bit surprising, I wasn't expecting it it to be that tricky for them but yeah they are bossing it at the moment Um, and to be honest look good going into Europe um, which I think starts in two weeks time, Women's Champions League. Just, just a question do you support a
1: different team in women's football yes yeah. Yeah. who do you yeah. support in women's football
3: uh, absolutely interesting well there's, well, there's a story you probably don't have time for it but Southampton are now launching their own women's team so get ready well <laughs> Southampton ladies are coming
0: alright that's all we've got time for big thank you to my guests Harry Sam Nancy and Nicola I've been your host Dan and we will see you next
2: week